0: What's up, y'all? Um, it is Four Girls One Table episode number two. We are super excited to be back in the studio, back at the table, and we're excited to chat a little bit with y'all today. Um, before we get into the episode, just a reminder to please remember to connect with us on Instagram at Four Girls One Table. That's the number four, G R L S, the number one and table. Um, without further ado, let's get into the pod. We're ready. Hey, Loner. All alone in the corner. Butter sandwich crust cut off perfect at corners. Oh boy, shall I offer my perspective for future sons and daughters on the subject of friendship? How to stay away from monsters? Maybe I should start a club with folk and need a love to stop by a conversation hugs a bite for conversation. All right, y'all we're back at the table we're back welcome back um we just brought you in with friend (laughs) goals with friend goals by tank and the bangas featuring pell um but yeah let's get into it we have a lot of stuff to cover today i'm super excited the main topic today is um like how to make friends as an adult (laughs) which is going to be exciting Um, we have a couple of things to get into before that though and that's starting off with housekeeping housekeeping and shout outs um So, the first is we just got to give Vanessa's family a shout out. Yes. (laughs) All of my family. Family. Family and friends. They roll so deep. Like, appreciate you guys. <laughs> and that's on Jesus Christ and His disciples. Shout out, <laughs> shout out, Miriam. <laughs> when yes. I saw that, I lost my mind. I was laughing. I've been saying it ever since. <laughs> Every time I read it, I giggle yeah.
1: a lot. I don't even know why she says that, but <laughs> I feel Show like one. it's impactful. Whatever it means, it's open to interpretation. Like you really right, understand like, like that's
0: big. That's yeah. big love, right it's there. It's a big one. That's big love. Um, the other shout out is also for Vanessa Ooh, since pow, pow. our last episode, Vanessa got engaged, Woo-hoo, which is wild. Cause it doesn't even feel like it was that long ago, but no,
2: yeah, it just happened. I'm fresh off. This <laughs> ring is a little,
0: <laughs> your, your hands a little heavier. A little heavier. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so shout out to me being off the market officially, officially. Like not that I wasn't before, but City Girl you're Summer canceled you're married, f- for life
0: legally. <laughs> legally, yeah. you're actually still single. Mm-hmm. Do you want to like shout out your fiance?
2: Shout out Nate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound too excited. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> anything else that you'd like to share about uh, your engagement or upcoming nuptials? No, I mean it was it
2: happened really weird. I. I mean, I don't know how anybody else at the table feels that's been proposed to, because I know there's two other folks, but uh, I, like, bawled my eyes out, which was a really wild experience because I didn't physically in my chest feel anything, but just my eyes were just so much liquid.
1: Yeah, I think it's just overwhelming, even though you're not necessarily feeling emotional. It's just, like, it's overwhelming. Just, like, the idea of marriage is a yeah.
2: lot. Oh, my God. Like, for... Sorry, Nate. For like a week after I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> like what is this what does this mean? Is my life over? Not like my life's <laughs> over, but wow. like what does I what's going to change? Cuz like I didn't feel any different, but obviously there's a lot of huge changes that are going to come with us being like a, partners in much more than just us saying it. Yeah. um so that was a bit that took a bit of an adjustment but now we're like super excited about the wedding planning he's excited um the wedding industry is a scam <laughs> but we'll have a whole episode on that at some point i'm sure
1: but i think it's funny which i share is how you don't realize how much men are also planning their dream weddings i i had no idea
2: <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> i um, don't i mean
2: he doesn't oh god i ask him and he's got opinions but Sometimes I'll ask him something so specific that he's like, "Vanessa, guys don't think about this." But then he's got really strong opinions, so I'm like, "But yeah. I think you do,
1: though, <laughs> a little bit." Like they might not so much care about like the color, but they have like a vision in mind, and it's more like big picture stuff that they are like oh, yeah. hard set on, just like kind of annoying. Definitely,
2: definitely. But um, again, we'll we'll have a whole episode on on weddings because um, I'm planning one
1: i'm not really planning one but i know there will be one in the future
2: and then kayla's been
1: married oh i'm done she said i'm done
2: yeah
3: (laughs) we don't need to do that again (laughs)
2: um but yeah uh with that said i did want to jump into let's hear it for the girls uh that's our weekly segment that celebrates women around the globe doing great things this one's a little bit sad today uh the iconic nichelle nichols um from star trek passed away today Uh, And she was just a a pioneering uh, woman, one of the first black women in uh, primetime television, um, and just was one of those individuals that really sort of set the stage for other people like her to succeed and continue doing great things in the future. Uh, The Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. uh, called it the first, called her, The first non-stereotypical role portrayed by a black woman in television history, which is quite the accolade. Uh, So shout out to her Um, prayers out to her family during this super difficult time. She was also um, just a NASA badass. She helps NASA recruit people of color and women. Um, So shout out to everybody uh, working in the space industry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The space industry. Um, And
2: yeah, just, you know, prayers up. Prayers up.
1: What a loss! But I think that's really important. Like the um, about being the first non-stereotypical role portrayed by a black woman, especially just because like they are obviously like black women in television, but it's more about like represent representation. Obviously, matters and like being able to see people in powerful roles or like something that you want to um, maybe be when you yeah, grow up. or too. Yeah. It's, like, super important, and the fact that she took that and then started recruiting or helping get people into NASA, which is, like, the largest scale of, like, that kind of um, things that she would have inspired. I think Mm. that's awesome.
2: Yeah, and I mean, again, at a time where the only representation you were seeing was maids and um, service industry workers, right? It was almost a caricature of who you were, so it was uh, iconic, iconic for for her to take that role on and and really carry that torch so beautifully her whole life up until, you know, she passed. But RIP, shout out to her family. Um, Moving on to another great woman, (laughs) Cheyenne. Hmm. This one's for
0: you, for sure. Do you want to talk about your week? And um, the icon (laughs) that is renaissance is here i don't even know what to say because i don't have i don't really have words yet
1: <laughs> so i have a question because we happen to be in the middle of a women wednesday when mm-hmm. it dropped and i decided to play it just like on spotify just to like have it on and then i thought about it after the fact and i'm like i know a lot of people prefer to just, like, be alone and, like, really listen to the album and not, like, just have it on in the background or, like, when there's, you know, when you can't just sit there and, like, be quiet. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, that was that a mistake.
0: Yeah, it was nice to listen to it, but I definitely did have my moment to, like, listen by myself and just, like, be with the album. So
1: I know Spotify now like makes you listen it listen to it the way it was supposed to be listened to like yeah, from track really one through like, you
0: have to this album you have to sorry I didn't mean right. to interrupt you but you have to listen to this album like that because she made the transitions are literally mm-hmm. seamless like you'll be listening to it and you don't even realize it's the next song because it just like completely flows like by like completely by itself like yeah. song to song to song there's like one like thread really Brown, yeah. it's very seamless fantastic
3: oh, wow it's almost like her concerts <laughs> I wouldn't know
2: <laughs> yeah yeah what do you think of all I mean I've seen a lot of rhetoric on the internet what people think about all the different inspirations that she was pulling from what do you think being a, a super fan having listened to all of her albums how does this one measure up
3: besides going to a concert <laughs>
0: not by
1: choice shade rattle (laughs)
0: um i it's not i don't think it's my favorite favorite but i also just haven't had a moment to connect with it yet so like i mean like i'm enjoying listening to it but it's not like lemonade is still like my standout favorite album Mm. but that's also just because i have a lot of like important things and moments in life tied to lemonade so that's why it's the standout but like I said on my other pod on the mm-hmm. other pod now that you hear um i always, I feel like my life like flows with beyonce albums, so like I'm ready, and also there's also three more albums or two more albums that are coming within this like whole thing, so who knows?
1: Yeah, your life might just pivot in a way that you're gonna yeah. really
0: relate to this album. I also really T-P-D. feel like this album is not as much like something that you like listen to, like at home when you're just like chilling. Like you gotta be dancing. Like this is meant. It's a vibe. Little it's dance vibe. To, you meant to be drinking and dancing. Maybe a, <laughs> maybe a, maybe brunch. But you're meant to be doing something while you're listening to this. Well,
3: I just have a shout out for Maddie and Victoria for bringing me to a Beyonce concert. Oh. That was lemonade. So now I can hold it over Cheyenne forever, even though I'm not a big Beyonce fan. Thank yeah. you.
2: Like you said, Cheyenne, the renaissance is coming. So yeah. you've still got time. And Beyonce is not slowing down. It does, certainly does not appear that she's slowing down. So you, you might still get your shot. Yep.
1: <laughs> We're going to just manifest that for you collectively. Maybe not Kayla. Nah. No. I need
2: this. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla's holding on to the moment. Um, well, we also wanted to, and did you want to add anything else about no, your Beyonce not, experience? I probably have
0: more to talk about in the coming <laughs> We'll pick it up. Episodes.
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be following up on this. <laughs> We've got a new segment that we want to introduce. I know it's new is a funny word since this is only episode two, but um, we wanted to utilize Kayla's strength specifically as a doctor to to be determined. Introduce a segment called A Medical Moment with Dr. Kayla. Um and this segment we hope to be able to incorporate some of listener uh questions, uh anything that you might want to know about a part of your body that you're too afraid to ask your doctor because you don't want to admit that you're doing hard drugs. <laughs> um, the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh we've got a couple things here disclaimer This is not meant to be medical advice. Please. Let me, let me
3: say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this, this segment is really to be kind and lighthearted um, for all the weird, silly questions that we have that we don't like to ask our doctor because it's very uncomfortable. Um, this first one is going to be very boring just because I was like, what can we do? And we're still in a pandemic. So I thought I just hit it pretty hard there. Mm. Um, but again, this is a disclaimer. Um, this is not meant to be medical advice in any way. Please always consult your primary care provider, even though I am a doctor. Um, does not mean I'm trying to give you medical advice. So, viral illnesses, they're out there everywhere. Um, Most of us know them. Um, The big ones right now, COVID. Um, The other one that's coming out right now is monkeypox, even though it's not. Is that considered
2: a viral illness? I'm sorry? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's from like smallpox. Okay. Um,
3: So. These are things that in general normally don't last long term, but they can have long term consequences that we know of with COVID. Um, so it's good if we can avoid getting infected um, and avoid getting infected means uh, wash your hands, please. Um, normally, before you're going to touch your face, eat anything, touch anyone else, that's always a good idea. Um, a social distance when you can um, get vaccinated, um, even if you're um now, younger than six or up to six months, you can uh, get your kids vaccinated as well. Kids are ferocious spreaders. Um, they love to touch and not Super wash their shatter. hands. exactly. Um, and a lot of times they're asymptomatic and they can give it to old people. Right. And old people tend to die from this virus, especially if you're not in very good health. Um, so yeah, and make sure you're masking when you're in large groups um, because eventually you will get it, even if you haven't gotten it yet. Um, knock on wood. I said I wasn't going to get it, and two, what are we two, almost three years into this pandemic, and almost I ended up g- getting years. it, yeah. and it was uh, not. It fun. was fine, but you know, were you what? vaccinated at that point? Yeah, yeah, I vaccinated, boosted. You know, but being pregnant on top of that, a little scary because we still don't know the data behind it. Sure. Um, right. But again, why why suffer the consequences if you don't potentially have to? So just be
1: good and be hygienic, please. I have a follow-up question for Go you. For <laughs> so um, this is in regards to what I guess we're calling monkeypox. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard since you, you mentioned it's like a variant or like a cousin to smallpox, yeah. I heard that if you get the smallpox vaccine, it can help build your immunity towards this new virus or this new strain of virus. Is that potentially is enough? Is there enough like research on that, or no?
3: I mean, not really. And the problem is, most of us haven't gotten it. It's right. not a very common thing to get anymore because it's been "quote unquote" eradicated. You sure. know, it does live in a lab somewhere. Um, Terrifying. So it, it is something that they're they're wondering if we need to kind of bring something back out like that or not to do, and that's why they made the the new vaccinations for um, monkeypox specifically. Um, but yeah, anyone can potentially get infected. It is not just people that are um, LGBTQ plus. Um, kids have gotten it. Females have gotten it, et cetera.
2: And what for, because I've seen quite a few friends ask questions about it. What, and I've seen a lot. Maybe you can tell us what are like, is it prolonged exposure to somebody that's ill? Is it like COVID where it's like airborne? Do we know a lot about how it's, mostly spread.
3: Yeah, so transmission is normally by like close contact. Um okay. they do think there could be a respiratory thing, but unless someone's like really coughing and sneezing in your face, you're probably fine. Um but we don't really know what fluids really carry it besides semen. That's the only one that is really well known and studied at this point. Um and that's why sexual contact is the biggest thing. But again, mm. It can be transferred if you have open wounds. If you're infected, have a blanket and then you're rubbing that blanket into someone's face or any like open wounds can also get infected with someone else. Um, So again, social distancing and hand hygiene (laughs) is important.
1: Wow. (laughs) And do we know roughly like what are general symptoms of it to look out for?
3: Yeah. Well, the problem with a lot of viruses is normal – Illnesses start with flu like symptoms. So, cough, mm. sometimes fever, chills, cold sweats, just not feeling good, fatigue, achiness. Um, but the big thing with this yeah. is kind of think about it like shingles, smallpox. Um, oh my goodness, what's the other thing that I'm thinking? Chickenpox. Mm. You get the little blisters, they come up, they'll spread everywhere. Um, a lot of times they've been like starting on people's hands, so most people don't recognize it. Most people don't mm-hmm. recognize it for like a week or so when they're right. like most virally active, and so that's how it spreads so quickly. But
1: I'll, even if you think it's the flu, still stay home. Nobody wants to get the flu. Yeah, just, like, we're past that for yeah, sure. Like, let's just pretend everything is a pandemic and be sanitary. Like, I'll, don't I'll, cough in people's faces. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll
2: speak for myself here I'll say children. that.
1: Right, that's I was. Yeah, <laughs> that's who I'm actually the like children. shading right now. Is children <laughs> dirty?
2: That's like the one thing that I. One of the good things that came out of COVID is I think it's become more socially acceptable to be like, Hey, I'm not feeling well. I'm gonna protect everybody else. I'm just gonna right. stay home, um, so nobody feel afraid to pull that lever. Last question, Kayla. What um, is there? A, is there a test to see if you've contracted monkeypox similar to what we have for COVID?
3: So, after the fact, I'm not really positive. I'm sure there's probably some sort of antibody test, but whether it's studied or not, probably not. But there is a test you can get if you do think you are active.
2: Mm. Okay.
1: All right. Well, I learned yeah. a, few thing, a few new things about it.
2: Everybody stay safe. Uh, for sure. Any anything else on Medical Moment, Dr. Kayla?
3: No, like I said, next time it's going to be a little more entertaining.
1: Um, won't be so Debbie Downer <laughs> with COVID. <laughs> I know, but it's important just given what's going on with the world.
2: Start off with some facts for sure. Exactly. Um yeah, so let's let's get into the meat of the episode. Last <laughs> week we talked about um just our how we sort of developed our first female friendships, what that has manifested itself into now that we're adults uh but now that we are adults as we all know we're not forced into social situations with people it's not like school where you kind of have to find a tribe and get your little pack so together easy.
1: you know elementary school you just like someone wants to borrow your crayons and then your friends for the rest of the year <laughs> exactly like, oh we both like pink oh, my, cool. my best oh. friends yeah <laughs> um
2: so i know i've got a story but i wanted to pose it to you guys first um Just initial thoughts. How do you guys, um, how do you, have you guys made adult friendships?
1: So I I think we talked about this before too, but I think like work is the easiest one because again, you're already spending a lot of time together. There's like the temporary drunk best friends you make in the bathroom, but I think (laughs) the most effective and that's kind of like our origin story is just like, I think you meet new friends through old friends. And I think those are the ones that tend to last more because like, you know there's there has to be some sort of commonality given you guys share a friend
0: that's that's, that's really
1: like, all I can think <laughs> of I
3: was about to say I can't tell you because literally all my friends came from Daryl so shout right. out Daryl um because I don't particularly like making friends I will be the weird social one just like hanging out by themselves like doing whatever because at work like let's just use right now like I could literally just go hide in the office all day, and no one would know where I was at.
2: Wow. And so I could avoid everyone.
3: Yeah. Light, lightweight goals, yeah. yeah but so. also,
1: like as an adult, you do have you're you're busy all the time anyway. So like, you don't have a need to like fill your time with like a lot of friends. So like, once you have a couple, I mean, you're not always looking to make new mm-hmm. friends. But then there's the situations where like you move to a new city, or you just maybe you had a falling out with your existing friends, or you realize like, oh, maybe they're not in like a place where they're going to help me grow because I'm oh, going to start sure. shading Carmichael, but <laughs> <laughs> there's like a lot of people who are like their lifestyle is their lifestyle. And then if you want to try to like evolve from that, they might like resent you from it for like they, they might resent you for it, or they might try to like dissuade you from like starting a family because like, Oh, but then you're not going to be fun anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's just like sometimes you outgrow certain friendships. So there's, there there might come a time in your life where you do want to make friends and yeah yeah like i said those are my um initial like that's a really
2: that's a really good point Kiara. that you do i feel like as you get older and we touched upon this a little bit last week you do start to kind of look at like what's my lifestyle or what do i want my lifestyle to be or what sort of circumstances in my life necessitate a specific kind of lifestyle so if you're somebody that works a lot um, yeah you're probably gonna want to find a friend group that does like a casual brunch doesn't stay out too late um, and you might have to cut ties with the the college friend group for example that may not be where you are in life and is still partying you know four days a week until two in the morning um i <laughs> um i don't i personally have never ghosted a friend group i think it's just it it naturally sort of yeah, fades. Yeah, you
1: say no enough times and then they just stop inviting you.
2: Or I think you're just like, hey, it's not like, I don't want to do that anymore. It's not me.
1: How do you break up it's with really you? How do
2: you break up with, geez. Uh, <laughs> Shan what about you? Adult friendships.
0: I feel like you guys said everything that I would say. <laughs> like, just making friends through your friends. That's how I do it. Yeah, or work. your friends?
3: Why well, haven't I met them?
0: This is it. <laughs>
2: shout out the friend we're here um you you also brought up something interesting Kara, about making new friends when you move to a new city i personally had to move twice um once to la when i got my job a couple years back and then because of covid i was able to move back up north to where my family is but in both instances i was starting kind of from scratch and that's not to say that I didn't have you guys here when I moved back to SAC but I was in my hometown for a bit and that was really weird because I got to see firsthand what happens to the people that never leave Mm. and like what are they doing now and it's like
1: night and day and you didn't get to see it gradually you saw like the five-year difference I yeah it's
2: like I'm still working I'm not gonna disparage anybody's job but like you really see the how easy it is to get stuck yeah when you're not actively going outside your comfort zone yeah exactly and I think as soon as I got back sure there were people that I was like oh I know this person this person's around let me connect with them it just wasn't the same weren't on the same page wasn't specifically interested in in continuing anything but then I tried <laughs> talk
1: about the alternatives
2: to making friendship <laughs> So I tried Bumble BFF, which was really weird because we also, I think, talked about this last week about how much more awkward it is to tell somebody that you know you will have no romantic interactions with.
1: I have a quick question before you get into your experience. What is what is the opening line when you're on Bumble BFF? Because I feel like there's some cliche ones for like when you're trying to date somebody. What is a good Uh. friendship opening line? What was yours?
2: So I think for me, I, it, it's kind of the same thing as when I was on the apps. I would just try to find something about their profile that I could speak to or say, hey, I want to do something like that. So I'll be honest, my interactions on Bumble BF, BFF never went past like a conversation. <laughs> yikes. I, no, big yikes. But it was like, I remember one girl specifically, she seemed really cool. But then... She was a big hiker, and I was like, "Okay, great. Let's do like for sure." I also enjoy a hike, and she was like, "I want to go somewhere where it's like a five mile hike." I'll be so honest. I got like maybe two in me <laughs> on any given. That's like, my kind of girl, right there.
0: That's a loop, right? <laughs>
2: that's, yeah, that's like the whole thing. Two, yeah. Like one each way. I can't do five.
3: Give me something strenuous. Yeah, no. I be c- climbing.
2: See, Kayla, you would. I should have hooked you up with her because you guys would. I could have had new friends. <laughs> you guys could have <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa swimmingly. Uh. Um, and then there was just a couple where we tried to go back and forth and it just wasn't, there. it's so weird, but you do also have chemistry with friends. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
3: Cause if they're boring as hell, why are you going to keep talking? But about then,
2: them? I wouldn't even say that we're boring. It's just like, this is going nowhere. Like you're not saying anything that's super interesting to me. I feel like I'm not saying anything that's super interesting yeah, to you. Just let it die. So I just like, and there the girl with the five mile hike, um, affinity, we did try to set like a date to oh. meet. And then I canceled and then I just <laughs> never followed up. It was Vanessa. I didn't ghost her. She I mean she she was there. She could have reached out to me well, too. she technically canceled? I didn't un okay. um unmatch her. Yeah. But it was I was like It's considered matching? Yeah, it is. It's the same thing as like when you use the apps like you both have to swipe on each other. <laughs> Yeah, what yeah, yeah. so you still set your, like, how long, like, what's the distance that you want to look for friends? Oh, I was or, like, like, how, how long you want to be friends? No, no, no. It's like, I want to look for girls, in this case, within, like, a 20-mile radius of where I'd set my location. Sounds
1: predatory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's what scares me, because it can be. What if you set up well, that's what I'm you saying,
3: want? and it's like a weird dude, and it's like, yeah, let's go on this five-mile hike
2: out of service. <laughs> yeah, hey, okay, not for anything, but I was like, I'll meet you so, like in a public place I never don't come pick me up Mm-mm. like i'll meet you at the gas station
3: <laughs> let me see you first please
2: also like yeah like what's your full name like i want to see your socials i like i want to see what kind of stuff you post all that i did mm-hmm. all that but ultimately it went nowhere it was really difficult shout out to anybody that's done that successfully matter of fact if you have done bumble bff successfully please reach out please we want to hear your story how did you do it are you still friends
3: Yeah, that's a good one. Because... Is it lasting?
2: Is it? Yeah. Are you guys still going strong? Um, Is the app around still? I, I haven't been on the apps in a while, so I... Oh, yeah? Okay.
0: Cheyenne, don't you have a story? Not really. Oh. I mean, I have done bubble BFF and I've met people, but I invited them to this like group that I was a part of. And now they're a part of the group, but we don't talk to each other no more. Oh, no. It's but it's not awkward. I don't, I don't see them. Like if I saw them, I'd be like, hi, hi. <laughs> all right. Well, bye. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Wave at a distance.
2: <laughs> so I feel like for all of us, too, when we have a really wild night out, Kara, you said it, we've all had that interaction in the bathroom. No, Wait. I go and puke in the corner. <laughs> I don't go to what the bathroom. Corner?
3: I never make it to a bathroom. I just puke in a corner somewhere but silently. You, you've never down. had a
2: girl be like, "Hey, you look so cute." Like, no, you know what? Oh, uh, Kayla. <laughs> I mean, granted, I don't
3: <laughs> go out much, so and I'm always with Daryl. So, Eugene. Mm. Oh, you know.
2: Well, have you? I get for for Kiara or Cheyenne. Have you guys had a drunk bathroom interaction that? has persisted through to the next day and you still like follow them on yes. Instagram? Yes.
1: Well, no, I will eventually just unfollow them because like, I, I can only mute so many people and it didn't make like, it's one of those things where like, I don't think they're going to take it personally because like, You're it, you, know, you know, yeah, yeah, like it was, it's, we didn't invest too much in each other. so It's fine. It like, was, we had a beautiful it was great. What it like. Yeah, it was what it was. We could both probably appreciate it and move on. And I think that's okay.
2: Full disclosure, I did that this very week. I went out and I met this lovely couple
1: and I was like, let's be
2: friends. And they went on a hike today. Happy for them.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Do you ever comment on their like stories or do a little heart?
2: No, it probably won't even go that far. Do you like their posts? I don't even know what they post. I haven't (laughs) looked at their profiles properly.
3: They were really nice. I'm so curious if they're ever going to reach out to you
2: we'll see let's follow up in six months and i'll tell you if i'm still friends with them on instagram um does anybody talk to strangers
3: no i don't like strangers strangers. every patient i meet is a stranger
2: you ever (laughs) have you ever had strangers
3: all the time i guess
2: any patients that you're like man if i had met you on the street like you'd be cool
3: yeah but then i can't like ever like pursue those kind of relationships because that's weird
2: it but, would be weird if your doctor was like, all right, so this is your temperature, here's your vitals. By the way, what are you doing this weekend?
3: Well, it's really weird, like, when you're having, like, a good-ass conversation when you're doing a pap smear, and then you're like, I have fully <laughs> seen this girl's vagina. I cannot just, like, go about my day and, like, act like we're friends.
2: Like, I feel like somehow that would make me feel better.
3: Would, it, would that be reassuring to you?
2: Like, if we saw each other on the street.
3: But see, you already know me, so it's different.
2: But I'd also be like...
3: Imagine me for the first time.
1: No, I wouldn't want but to I'm be looking friends at your with vagina. my doctor's. I, I would know, I would no. not
2: I feel like I'd ask them so many questions not that I don't ask Kayla questions now but <laughs> I'd be like there's something about us like our a wall is down that I, we didn't know we had
3: <laughs> I don't know because like to me if you were like my patient then you're potentially crossing a lot more lines by giving medical advice
2: oh sure sure mm-hmm. sure sure. But I'd be like no no Professionalism. You, I need that
3: copay please come into the office
1: and we can discuss
2: Right. Because now I'm FaceTiming you. Like, can you look at this spot?
1: Yeah. Right. What's that on my back? I don't know, girl. More so if, like, if it's something private, I don't want to be in the room with you because then that's all I'm going to think about. It's like, you know this. Like, I don't know what, I can't think of an example, but like, like. I would just be like staring at you and I would think, like, this is all that you're thinking about. Like, are you thinking about it? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Could be, you never know. Like I wouldn't be able to get past that. You can't, you can't tell it on my face, though. I'm very
1: professional <laughs> <Good> for you. <laughs> but you could tell it on my face. Like if I ever told you something, like that's all, I would just be like staring at Ooh, you. I am waiting for the day. <laughs> Absolutely waiting for the day. Now oh, and it will never happen. <laughs> mm. What Better about knock on wood? What about
2: adult friendship breakups?
1: I think most of them usually just kind of fizzle out. You just never yeah. talk again.
2: I Has there I'm, been a bad I'm, one? <sighs> Anybody have a no? I just tough one. Die.
1: I think like the only awkwardness comes from when you're like trying to catch up with someone, and like you said, it's just like the rapport isn't there anymore. So like, you're like oh, let's go to brunch because we were good friends, and like you moved away, and like we should try to like rekindle that, and then it's just like not what it was, and I think that's a little bit painful. But I think both parties kind of realize that and move on. So I think that's like that should be the extent of it. And then there are some that are like. Only one party thinks it shouldn't move on, and that oh I was in a situation like that, and it's difficult to manage because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And why is that
2: harder? Like, why is it harder to tell a friend, "Hey, this isn't working out"?
3: Because they like you for you.
1: It's more personal. You're right. like, there's no like.
3: There's no like weird like sexual attachment or anything that could have been derived from it. It's, it's like, like you I as really a person. Like you.
1: You. I don't like like
2: you. Yeah,
1: it could just be. it could be like you're not going to give him the excuse of like, oh, it's not like a physical thing or it's not like our chemistry, you know, we don't have the same goals. It's just like I don't care to hang out with you. And that just seems a lot more hurtful to me. It is. It would be like if somebody told me like you're not my type, I'd be like, all right, cool. If somebody said like you are difficult to be around, then I would cry yeah you seem like a bad friend i don't
3: want to talk to you anymore you
2: drain me when i'm around you jeez you're
3: an emotional succubus sorry so i
1: think that's why it's just like the fizzle out is probably what's socially accepted just because uh, ouch it's like a mutual
3: ghosting
2: yeah at some point it it turns into that for sure oh god
1: Um, i can't imagine having that conversation with somebody truly well
2: have, have you ever been on the receiving end of like the fizzle out
3: Oh, I'm sure. Probably, But I probably didn't care enough to even recognize exactly.
2: it. So <laughs> Yes, yes, God, wall, But it's true.
3: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I think most friendships, when they start to die, both parties know. It, maybe not 90% of the time, I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah. You just going to let it go. Do you ever know like, this was the last to see this person? And like, is there a blow to, like, I'm right? Ooh. I I feel like that. there's a moment where you're like, I'm not going to initiate, probably hang out again.
2: Definitely that for me. It's it's always like the, you know what? That was cool. But One well, last it. hurrah
3: and we're done.
2: Not even that. I'm just like, hey, what we had was great.
1: Bye. <laughs> but like you, you say it with your goodbye. You don't say the words. You're just like goodbye and you actually mean it. Yeah. Well, and you like like forever. <laughs> goodbye forever.
2: It's what interesting because now with social media, I feel like there's weird, like, you still kind of see what they're doing with their life. Yeah. So there's if this you don't like
3: unfollow them, you weirdo.
1: Do but you I, unfollow do you, people you're no longer like yeah, you're close I with? I see your stuff.
3: Like, uh. I don't care. <laughs> all y'all are crazy for that. I
1: don't Well, right. like, a, there's never like, it's not, it never seems so like definitive when you like end a friendship. So I never think like, okay, it's time to unfollow this person. Me Maybe. either. I'm just nosy.
3: Well, I mean, I'd have to like consciously think about that person. I don't, I think maybe I've done that to two people. Okay. Or it could have just been a random account. I don't even know. See, that's my problem.
1: <laughs>
3: oh. Well. I'm not a good historian here, so my
1: bad. Well, I think I've only ever unfollowed people because, like, They're annoying. It was, like, a... Their posts are too it much. Was, yeah, it was, like, somebody who, like, anymore. I only met in, like, the at the bar, and I was, like, we're not going to be friends, and you post way too often, and it's just, like, okay. okay. Or because, like, I realized later in life, like, we disagree politically. Sure. Or like, and you post a bunch of things that, like, anger me, and I don't want to subject myself to that. Like, that's just like, oh, I knew you in high school, and, like, but now it's just like, oh, I don't want to see that.
2: I'm, that actually happened to me recently. There was a, like, a person that I went to college with that I don't follow on Instagram, but, like, Facebook, like, the dead social media site. I occasionally will <laughs> log in, and they posted a picture of them at, I don't even want to call him out this way. But they posted something that I was like, oh, God, that's who you are now? Absolutely not. Like, Cheyenne. I want.
3: Remember who you recently just showed me back from the day of Grace Christian? Oh,
0: no. Of school? Oh,
3: yeah. Mm, that was interesting to see someone that we, like, grew up with. And like, was kind of like this weirdo in a way. Like, no one really wanted to hang out with him. He kind of did some weird stuff. Ugh. And now it's like almost like this weird 360 of like, are you a trumpet? Like, you Can't ride a know. motorcycle. It looks like you might live in a motorhome. Like, what's happening here? What's going on? Right. Yeah. And it's like, now I kind of want to know, but I'm not going <laughs> to reach out and no. be like, how are you doing? No, not in
0: one bit. Mm-mm.
2: And where did, was that on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Of course it was. Mm hmm all the old everybody go back and look at your facebook friends just like double check it
0: that's where i keep the people that i want to monitor but i don't want <laughs> to
1: you don't want to like
0: expose yourself to them on the daily yeah, but like, like i, I just monitor bored. Them. like if i'm like whatever happened to so and so and then i'm like oh, i'm on their facebook friend let me just go down the rabbit hole yeah. for and moment. that's the
1: great thing about social media and like i said mm-hmm. i might just be nosy
0: but that's a
3: that's kind of a good thing to
0: like what are red flags
3: when looking at friendships like what's something mm. that oh my god there's mm. no. Way and how
0: I'm going to be this person's friend
3: because of I mean da, politics da. it's like politics it's a, is a big one yeah gotcha
0: and also just click close-mindedness like it doesn't mm-hmm. mean we could like share the same political values but if you're just like a closed-minded individual I'm not with how it.
3: about people that chew with their mouth open
0: yes
1: how does everyone feel well, about that certain things that like you cannot stand to be around then that's just like I think that's acceptable mm-hmm
2: I, chewing with your mouth open isn't a deal breaker to me, but I wouldn't would would judge to you. I would be like, oh, that's what you're doing. Okay. My, okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, would you eat with I mean, them like, still? I wouldn't
2: take them out. Like, they wouldn't be invited to dinner club. <laughs> like. You would pick your pick and choose your settings. You're not going to, uh, to Ella with us.
3: Uh, so you can, like, drink together, but definitely not going to eat oh, together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I mean. Eh, I don't know. That seems like a a stretch because the problem is like eventually they're going to want to eat with you because that's just like socially how we socialize a lot of times and you're going to be screwed.
2: But it's fine. Like, I just don't I think for me, the biggest red flag is like emotional neediness. Mm. Like if if what you're looking for in the friendship goes beyond what I'm able to provide in that, like at this point in my life, it's not going to work out. Because yeah. I'm also like, hey, when we're together, cool. If you're calling me every day because you got to tell me about your breakup, hey. Yeah. I'll be like, for a weekend, for sure. Like, ice cream, wine. Set,
3: how do you set boundaries with friends? Like, it's easy with, like, relationship. Be like, no, nah, we're not doing to, this. Like, how do you break up with them? Yeah. Well,
2: I think know? if you, like, if you start taking it too far, I start like, damn, that's wilding you. Mm. Like I'll just, just be like give so you the one liners. Yeah. Exactly the one. Like I'm no longer giving like okay. text posts of advice. It's like it's like girl, I'm praying for you. <laughs> like you're not inviting more
1: conversation.
2: Either. No, like I, you said what you needed to say. There's nothing I can say about this. I think yeah.
3: So it kind of sounds like there's not really boundaries that are being set. It's like subtle cues to be like, bro, I don't want to talk like this anymore. Like you need to cut it. Or else it just, you're, like, done. Like, there's no boundary setting you're right. It's there's hard no to be communication here. Yeah. When it's not,
1: like, a really good friend, like, it's really hard to be direct. And, like, I need you to stop because I, I think that person would just stop completely. Yeah, because yeah. for sure,
3: I could be, like, to all three of you, like, hey, please don't text me after 10.30, <laughs> like, any day of the week. I don't care what day. Even if we're out, like, don't text me. And y'all would respect that. But if I said that to, like, some other people, they would have, like, a conniption fit.
1: Probably, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's And hurt.
3: I mean, like, well... If you can't take that, then I guess we're not going to be friends.
1: Yeah, I think we heavily rely on just, like, social cues and implications when it comes to, like, maintaining relationships. But is that a generational thing? Because can we now
3: juxtapose that to our now younger people or older people?
1: Well, it's harder with the younger generation because they're so used to interacting on, like, social media and, like, not in person. Mm. So I feel like it's easier for someone to be more direct online. You know, like internet warriors for sure, because I will see people say some crazy things on the internet where like, you wouldn't say that to them in person. That's true. So So we really straddled the line. It's yeah, it might just be our generation. We all have like a little bit of social anxiety and just assume the other person is going to overthink things too and act accordingly.
2: Well, do you think it's worse now? The social anxiety? I would argue that maybe with this generation, it's, it seems to me like they're dealing with a lot more emotional stuff.
3: It seems like there's more, like, social pressure, I guess you could say. But I don't know. I'm kind of on that borderline. Like, I felt like there was a lot of that when we were growing up. And, like, what's really changed that much besides now you have the internet everywhere. Well, now you've got an
2: audience because... I but think that you there's a the pressure have to
3: have an audience. That's no, the
2: whole but point. but if you don't have an audience, if you're you don't care. have social, exactly,
1: yeah, the like outs. So yeah, don't care. it's like a way that people feel validated is like having a following and like being active on social media. Yeah, tell me
3: how your waffle was this morning. Don't care.
1: Well, and I also think that it's it's interesting
2: because even people who don't like to show the parts of themselves, like their personal selves. They'll still create an, an account where it's just okay. I'm going to talk about this one thing that I love, and that yeah, becomes that's your community their
1: persona. Their aesthetic—it's not about mm-hmm. the individual anymore. It's what their social media presence. Yeah,
2: and Very in interesting. in that way, I think it's interesting too because you do start to attract a specific kind of friend, for lack of a better word here. And we didn't have that. Like, mm-hmm. we grew up where
1: you got you. Mm-hmm. you well, you also you like get to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah.
2: This is unrelated, but do you remember going to the movies and you didn't have a cell phone, so you just had to be like, "We're gonna meet here at this time." Yeah, and, isn't that crazy? Like they, they don't. And yeah, if you wait, ghosted, you'd be
3: like, "Are they dead?" Like <laughs> what? Happened percent- I have to map? go home and call them later because that's what you did.
0: Like I have to, to like parents? go yeah, yeah
3: bike over to my friend's house because I would call them on the landline hey, are you home? Okay, you're home. Let me go bike over there. And then something Mm -hmm. randomly happens and I'm like, oh, I guess you're not home. I guess I'll go bike home now. (laughs) Figure out what That sucks. Or forgetting to tell your parents that you're over there and not dead on the road and then your mom freaks out on you all the time.
1: There's like a beauty to that too where like if you leave, you didn't have to answer to anybody until you got home. Exactly like a freedom that comes with it's that too. true like your parents are like you gotta be home at 10 and you're like oh, it's 1030 but I was stuck in traffic what do you want me to do in <laughs> case any of our listeners were wondering how old we were, <laughs> we're aging ourselves heavy 90s babies <laughs> what
2: uh, what do you think like how do you decide which of your friends can show up to your house without calling you
3: oh I literally had one I only had one friend and y'all remember the story I told about her that's why I don't like blonde people anymore so ah I don't invite no one to my house. It's
1: like the ones that you know your parents are okay with. They
3: have to be parent uh, parentally accepted. Yeah. And I think
1: that, at least that in my sense. household, like if my mom didn't like you, you're not coming over. I don't like. For sure. Also, if my mom didn't like your mom, then I'm not coming over there. That's valid. So.
2: What about now as an adult?
1: Oh, who it's, I don't know. I feel like you almost, um, you, you almost desi- decide as a visitor if you're comfortable going or not.
3: Kind of. Yeah. Because You're you're putting yourself in someone else's environment. So it's almost like, do I want to be in
1: that environment? Yeah. Like I will decide like whose house I'm comfortable visiting. I don't know that I've ever had to set those boundaries before. So it's hard to, I don't know. I don't know that I have them.
3: No, I will fully tell someone that no, you're not going to come over to my house.
2: Good to know. (laughs) I think, yeah, I think for me, there's there, there's two factors here. One If you think you're that friend, you better know that you've seen me at my worst. Like, you better have seen me, like, at my most hungover, my house a mess. Like, you better love Khaleesi. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The second part of it is, like, if I don't think that you've gotten there as a friend yet, I will act like I'm not home.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's why we have a ring doorbell, baby. Look at that camera. Uh Uh-uh. No, thank you. Yeah, because it just if my dogs don't know you well enough to where they don't stop barking, like, we're not friends like that, so. Right.
1: Yeah, see, I have a hard time being direct with people, so I think I'm going to fully rely on that social awareness. Or, like, I feel like you should know if you're like, This is the third not. time
2: that I haven't answered the door. I think I'm just not home.
1: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Maybe on call me next time. Make sure I'm <laughs> home. You went out of your way. <laughs> yeah, gas is expensive. Don't shop up. This economy. In.
3: But has anyone ever come to your house oh you don't answer the door and then they try to call you outside your house but your phone is not on vibrate and they can fully probably hear it
1: then i don't care i'm in the shower awkward my hair might not be wet but i was in the shower that's what happened
3: (laughs) (laughs) i was crapping i'm sorry i was having explosive diarrhea i don't know what you wanted me to do right i've never i've never had that
1: yeah I've never probably had, that. especially never when looked. ring
3: doorbells weren't a thing, and you had to look through the people,
1: and they saw you. If well, anybody ever looks through
2: my people, that's a red flag. <laughs> that is a red flag. <laughs> like yes, I feel like that's a thing. Like some people are like, "Hey,
3: try to look through your
1: windows." Have, Have you, you ever that? had somebody wiggle the door knob? Oh <gasps> hell no! Wait, because now I'm remembering I did experience, but it wasn't like
2: yes I in college
1: big of a situation. It was in my house, technically. <laughs> Damn. So you broke into someone's house. You think they might? You think they <laughs> might be might get into their home. house again? <laughs> I won't. I won't. I can't get into it. We can cut <laughs> that out. If they googled your doorbell, they're because they're obsessed with you. No, well, okay. A uh, little bit of context. They weren't there to see me again. It was not my house. I just experienced it like second-handedly Now, what did the person?
2: is this say is this going too deep into it what did the person whose house it was think
1: it was annoying don't wiggle my door don't wiggle my doorknob i'll have to give you guys context at another time
2: this is going to be behind the paywall you guys (laughs) you guys want to hear that story
3: so on that note I mean, it would be great to hear from all you guys to know if like you have any friend horror stories or how you've set boundaries with friends, because obviously we have a little bit to learn here. Mm. So that would be great (laughs) if you could give us some input about how to make friends, maintain them or create some boundaries since we're not good at it. We just kind of ghost people. So (laughs) let us know. Um, Shout out to the older generations that have kept friends forever. It'd be good to have your input. Uh, a.k.a. my mother, who kind of reamed us a little bit since she was listening to our podcast, which is like her only podcast she's probably ever listened to. Shout out. Damn, mom, that was harsh. But she did it with love, and she was like, I loved it still. I'm like, all right, okay, I'll accept it. (laughs) So, yeah, let us know uh, some uh, horror stories. That would be great. Some success stories, some horror stories.
0: Oh, I just want the horror. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If that's it, let's go ahead and get out of here. Um, this has been the second episode of Four Girls, One Table. Thanks so much for listening. As Kayla and Kiara and Vanessa said, we'd love to hear some of your friend stories, good, bad, ugly or indifferent um we hope you enjoyed and we'd love to hear feedback in general so make sure that you subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcast you can leave us a rating on spotify you can leave us a rating and a review on apple Podcasts. Um, you can also connect with us on social at four girls one table that's the number four g-r-l-s the number one in table Um, let us know what you want to hear next we have a lot of things in the hopper but we'd love to hear from y'all um, so thank you again For coming to the table We're sending you out with Where My Girls by oh, I forgot for Whoops no Day Burger <laughs> Bye y'all And for the wifey's who do Shout out to you Boo you made the right choice And happiness was good
2: on you To my shorties in the gym Keeping trim Showing off the melanin Give it up for them BB-dubs Looking luscious Them feminine Pixie cuz and double ts